Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Up, or are we going to sleep some more? She's up, Dr. Rupert. There's a lucky girl. What a fine room for such an accident. Big and drafty. My poor Pookie, my poor Pookie. I'm sorry, Aunt Martha. It's too bad you didn't knock over the bed table sooner. But then it was soon enough, thank heaven. No more trouble while I'm gone. No. You must reassure him, Vanjie. He's eaten with remorse. Hmm. Disappointment, you mean. He considers the accident his fault. Accident? You keep calling it an accident. Your auntie Evangie is very disturbed and full of wild theories. There's no need to theorize. Oh? Oh, the blame is all mine. I got up to get some water, yes. The sleeping pill made me groggy. Must have stumbled on the gas hose and... Pulled it out without realizing it. I'm always doing things like that. Yes, you are. As long as I've known you. You know, there are those of us who go through life with a predisposition toward having accidents. We actually will them to happen. We, who are thus disposed, live closer to the edge of time than others. We walk in front of moving cars. We fall from high places. We are bitten by snakes and sucked in by riptides. If there's poison oak, we will find it. If there are live wires, we will touch them. We are wedded to calamity. We are indeed wedded to calamity indeed. You may discount the other nonsense and be sure of the last. Wedded to calamity. No. Now I mustn't listen to such things. I mustn't think such things. How could I? When I saw the genuine concern, the, the fright in his face, when I heard the love in his voice. In those days when I lay resting from my narrow escape, he was sweet. Sweet enough to convince me I wasn't alone. Not really. Not even when he was away in San Francisco on business. Hello? Oh, darling. Oh, darling, I've missed you. San Francisco might as well be on the other side of the world. Oh, no, darling, come home tonight. Well, well then try to. Oh, please, Harry. I... What? Unto eternity. Oh, yes, darling. Yes, I love you. Unto eternity. 
Yes, darling. Yes. Goodbye. But suddenly, I was feeling alone again. Unto eternity, he said. But what did he mean? Eternity? The word made me shudder. Hello. Hello, Vanjie. Huh? You, you don't seem to recognize me. I, I, I'm Lenny Walden. Oh. Grace's friend. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Won't you come in? Thanks. Uh, Grace isn't here? Oh, well, no. I didn't really expect her to be. I just thought that... Uh, you two haven't quarreled, have you? No. Well, yes, I guess so. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it was my fault. Jealous... I'm in love with Grace, you know. I know. Well, I I won't bother you anymore with my problems. Um, I... do you care to tell me just what or, or who you're jealous of? I, I'd rather not. Well, then may I guess? You're jealous of my husband. <laughs> well, don't be. My husband is very much in love with me. If anything, he merely tolerates the way Grace tags along after him and putters in real estate. I guess you're right, Mrs. Newton. It's just that when I saw them dancing... I... Dancing? Well, Grace didn't even tell me she was in town. Somebody saw them at the bandbox and called me. I, I guess I was steamed up and anxious to jump at conclusions. I'm an idiot. Uh, not at all. Just a little hasty. I've got to hand it to you, Vanjie. You're a lot more broad-minded than I am, I... I envy you. Envy me? Envy me? When, when I was so alone and frightened. When he'd gone, I, I went upstairs to our room. Frantically, I looked through his luggage, went through his clothes, searching, searching for some clue, some clue to the man I married. But there was no, nothing. And I had to know. Now I had to know. Long distance. Give me the Hotel Grosvenor, San Francisco. Thank you. I had to know. I had to talk to him, ask him to come home, or go to him, anything, anything. Grosvenor? Uh, oh, Mr. Newton, please. Room uh, uh, 724. One moment. Hello? Hello? Who is this? It was Grace's voice, without the slightest doubt. I ran out to my car. Grace had answered that telephone in Harry's room. And I knew... Now I was sure of it all. Harry had killed Susie. Whether it had been suicide or murder, he'd killed her. And in the same way, he would kill me. Hey, hey, look at that. That car better slow down for that turn. Hey, look! sequence
sequence of events comes to full circle. It started with an automobile accident. Was it going to end with another one? At least this was one they couldn't blame on Harry Newton. Vanjie simply drove too fast, tried to take a shortcut to San Francisco through a tree, rushing to her husband. In the end, he had to rush to the emergency hospital to her. But she was all right. The indestructible Vanjie. Perennial accident case, always smelling of antiseptics and painted with iodine. I lay there between hospital sheets, pretending that the hypodermic needle had put me to sleep. But I was listening to Dr. Rupert as he talked to Harry and Aunt Martha. The night of your wife's first unfortunate experience, I had a vague suspicion that the circumstances were not entirely accidental. What do you mean? Banji has twice tried to take her own life. I don't believe it. It's true. People like Banji, it is sometimes harder to find the dividing point between accident and suicide. There's a certain will to die, a subconscious compulsion which invites disaster. It's nonsense. Go on. In the matter of the gas heater, Vanjie said herself she pulled the flexible pipe by accident. Was that accident or intention? I don't believe she ever did it. It was he who really pulled the cord. No, I think it was Vanjie. She invited disaster again tonight, driving her car off the road at high speed. Was it accident, or did she suddenly cease to care whether the car made that curve or not? Or did somebody tamper with a steering wheel on her car? You'd better stop that, Andy. Please, Martha know, too, that the tendency seems to run in her family. Her father stepped in front of a moving car. How do we know even that? And Susie leaped to her death off a cliff. Or was pushed. At times, Vanjie was drawn to self-destruction. Were times of mental depression. We've got to work to save her. I'll do anything, Doctor. Anything you say. There'll be a lot for you to do. You have it all figured out, haven't you, Dr. Rupert? And you're right, of course. Except for that about mental depression. That's not what causes it. It's the fear. Fear of being alone. Of not being loved. Of not being loved by Harry Newton. I heard what he said. He'd do anything. Anything. But he didn't fool me. I know he wants grace. I'm in his way. I know. I must have some air. That's better. Now, there was a little razor-sharp blade here a little while ago. They used it to make a blood test. Oh, but it's gone. No matter. In the laboratory, just off my room. There'll be a drinking glass. If I can break that, without too much noise. Glass cuts. Yes. Glass. 